I am not an expert. I've never published a book or taught a class, but I love quilting, and I love talking about quilting. I make a lot of mistakes, but I like to think that sometimes I learn from them and get just a little bit better. If hearing about someone else's goofs and mess-ups makes you feel better about yours, then I've done my job. Join me now as we talk about quilting for the rest of us. Hey everybody, I'm Sandy and I'm a quilter and welcome to episode 91 in which I get ready for retreat and I'm recording this on Thursday, May 17th, 2012 at about 6.30 at night and honestly I don't know how much time I've got. My daughter is gone, my husband's not quite home yet from work so I decided to very quickly take advantage of the quiet household and hoping that I could um, get a short episode posted tonight to take you through the weekend um, and I know it's Thursday, I'm invading Francis's territory of off-kilter quilt. She's normally the Thursday girl. I'm sort of the all-over-the-place whenever I can manage to get it posted girl. Um, But this episode is likely to be very short because I really don't have a whole lot to talk about. But I decided I'd kind of dropped off the face of the earth there for a little bit and I wanted to not do that. So (laughs) I'm going to post a short update, do some listener comments, and then hopefully next week I will really kind of be back in the swing of things. Um, basically, just to let you know why I've dropped off the face of the earth, there's no reason except I'm exhausted. So I started back to work from sabbatical um, two weeks ago now, almost two full weeks. And that started out, as you know, because I think I mentioned this in an episode, uh, immediately with a trip out of town to go down to Valley Forge for my staff meetings. So I left that week Sunday, came home, got home Tuesday afternoon, well, Tuesday evening, really, in just enough time to turn around, grab something fast to eat, and get back out for my quilt guild meeting, because I was refusing to miss that. Um, and then, you know, worked the rest of the week, got to the weekend, had a lot going on Mother's Day weekend. Saturday was, because I'd been out of town um, for a little bit, and because we'd been away on vacation for, you know, I was only home like three days between going being gone for two weeks for vacation and then being out of town again for work. Uh, so, like, you know, groceries, <laughs> kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel, that kind of thing. So Saturday was spent running errands. I did finally get my two sewing machines back from the repair folks. They had them really three weeks, almost four weeks, I think, all together. And uh, so I was, as you know, I was a little frustrated with that, but I did finally get them back and was able to do a little bit of sewing on Saturday afternoon, started working on some borders for my peacock paint stick project. And then um, Sunday for Mother's Day, we were at church. I actually led the adult ed session um, because it was related to work. And then uh, we had my in-laws over for dinner on Sunday afternoon. And they were here, nobody, and my son came home from school, um, well, from his apartment where he lives now permanently, and uh, nobody left until, boy, it was about 9.30 Sunday night, and I was fried. I think it was just sort of the accumulation of everything, you know, going, getting back into the groove of work, having just traveled twice in a row, uh, still getting a little bit of time zone stuff going on. And then, although I had a wonderful time on Mother's Day with my in-laws, you know, it's just up and cooking and all that kind of stuff. And so Monday, I honestly almost thought I was coming down with something. I was that fatigued. Um, Tuesday, slightly better. Wednesday, slightly better. And today, I'm starting to feel back to normal. But really, during that whole stretch between my first week back at work and then this week kind of recovering (laughs) 
from my first day back at work, I would get to the end of every workday and just not want to talk to anybody, even in cyberspace. I haven't been blogging. I've only been tweeting a very little bit. Um, I just kind of turned nonverbal on y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry for that, but I needed that recovery time. I'm not feeling particularly regretful. Uh, like I said, I'm slowly getting back into the swing of things. Um, the exhaustion level has uh, regressed somewhat. Um, and so I'm hoping next week I'll kind of be back onto a more regular schedule. I'm still trying to figure out the blog. I still, you know, now that I'm working full-time, it's harder for me to get the time to do the blogging that I had been doing for the last three months. So I'm trying to prioritize which types of blog posts do I want to do most. I really want to keep the slow quilting movement going, though. Um, I'm even more convinced that that's where my head is at now, so that won't get lost. I just need to rework my schedule, etc. Uh, so that's just kind of explaining where I've been. Now to talk about where I'm going, I am actually going on my Quilt Guild retreat this weekend. I took tomorrow as a vacation day, which, yes, I feel a little guilty already taking a vacation day when I've only been back to work for two weeks, but um, it was sort of pre-planned, so we all kind of knew it was going to happen. Plus, because of work, I'm going to be missing my October Guild retreat. I'm going to be out of town um, at meetings, so I kind of feel like, okay, well, I'll give you that retreat, but I get this one. <laughs> so um, I'm going to, I'm packing, I'm actually already in the process, I'm about I'm packed in terms of my projects and then things I need like sheets and towels and blankets and stuff. I'm not packed in terms of clothes. That's always the last thing. You know, we always get everything else ready first. And then I need to put together my fishing tackle box that I use to uh, carry all of my basic, you know, notions and supplies and stuff. So I've still got to get that done. Um, I do have, I go down tomorrow morning. I leave at about eight in the morning, maybe 8.30, depends on how long it takes me to get breakfast and coffee in me first and then um, I'm going to try to have most of the car loaded tonight if I can. You know, there's some things you can't load until the morning. Uh, so I'm hoping to be on the road certainly no later than 9. I'd like to be on the road earlier than that. We can officially go in and, and set up starting at 10, but some of us get there a little bit early to help set up, and I'm bringing one of the irons and ironing boards, so I'm going to try to get there earlier if I can. And then I'm there all the way through Sunday, I'm going to have to leave a little bit before lunch. And it still feels like sort of a treat to me to actually be there for the entire weekend because for a few years running, especially this May retreat, uh, the kids often had school stuff going on this weekend. There were proms, there were dinner dances, there were all these things that I would kind of have to run home for in the middle of them. Um, the October retreat, it's always a little hit and miss whether I can even make it because it depends on when it falls with that one set of meetings. Sometimes they're on different weekends, sometimes they're the same weekend. Uh, but I've also had a lot of October retreats where I've run home like my son's birthday fell in the middle of it a couple times that sort of thing. Uh, so for me to actually have an entire retreat where I will just be there the entire weekend feels like, wow, you know, I keep kind of looking at my calendar saying, am I sure I don't have anywhere I'm supposed to be? So that'll be nice. I do leave a little bit earlier on Sunday than what it's actually over because I have a nephew who's getting his Eagle Scout award Sunday afternoon. So I'm going to be getting back in time for that. But really by 11 o'clock on Sunday, when I'm going to need to be leaving, I'll be fried anyway. I'll be so done with sewing. <laughs> that I'll be ready to go. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I've already, you know, been emailing back and forth with some of my guild buddies who are going to be there talking about getting set up and what we're going to bring with us and everything. It's it's all very exciting. Uh, in terms of what I'm bringing with me to do, I'm, I'm looking at my stack of project bins. I have been very good over the last couple of years of getting all my projects 
organized into bins so that they're easier to just pull out and work on and everything's all in one place where I need it and neatly labeled. I am good with my label maker. Um, so I'm looking at the stack of bins. There's one, two, three, four project bins and then one is my paint stick bin. And then I do have one project that's not technically in a bin because all I've got to do on it is the binding. So what I'm bringing with me, uh, my fortune, the donation quilt, I've got to get the binding on that. Um, I now have it back from the, the long arm. I got it back from my long arm quilter back before I went on vacation. So I just haven't had the time or mental energy to get the binding on that. So that's kind of one of the first things I want to get done. Um, I will also be working on, well, I've got to finish the borders for my peacock paint stick project. Uh, sorry, you're hearing my phone uh, beep at me because I've got messages. Um, so my peacock paint stick project, I kn I'm about halfway through getting the borders done. Maybe not quite that far. That might be, <laughs> that might be more wishful thinking than reality, but I am working on the borders and I've got a neat, I'm working on a neat idea for the borders. So I'm looking forward to seeing how it actually turns out. Cause once again, not fully planned ahead, have the concept in my head, making it work as I go. <laughs> That is sort of my modus operandi these days. So, you know, even though I kind of think I know in my head how it's going to turn out, I don't really know for sure. So I'm as curious as everybody else is. Um, and I might make some adaptations to it while I go. So that's actually going to be what I work on tomorrow when I first get there, because that's my sample for the class in paint sticks that my friend Lori and I are teaching uh, Friday night. So I really want to try to get the borders put on before I'm then officially showing it during the class. Um, although the only problem is that ruins that kind of big reveal moment, you know, because people will have seen me working on it, unfortunately, but I'll try to keep it, you know, maybe <laughs> I just got this image of myself with this big, you know, queen size bed sheet draped over me and my sewing machine working in secret so nobody can see me. I don't think that's, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Um, I'd hate to see what they would do to the outside of the queen size showing, sewing sheet or bed sheet if I was doing that. Anyway, um, so the other projects, I've got my Peacock project, I've got my Fortune donation quilt to get the binding on. Those are both, um, yeah, I may even be able to get those both done on Friday if I'm focused. We'll see. Then um, the other projects I have to bring with me, I do have a baby quilt I want to make during the weekend for uh, the daughter, well, I was going to say the daughter of a friend of mine, but I'm actually a friend with the mother and both daughters, um, all of them as a family. Uh, and she is due in July. So I've got a baby quilt that I've designed that I'm going to be making. And uh, it is using thangles. I decided to use this as a chance to try out thangles uh, to see if they're really worth all the hype. I doubt they're actually going to be. I think, you know, it's the kind of thing that, yeah, might be useful to some people, not useful to others. It's kind of personal preference. I've never used them before, so we'll find out if I fall into the like them or don't like them category. Um, then, <laughs> I'm sorry, I really should have turned off my phone. Um, let me do that now. Then I am bringing two other kind of long-term projects that I've been poking away at. One is the Jelly Roll Sampler quilt. You may remember me talking about that last year around this time. I started it just a little bit before last year's May retreat. Um, I've gotten yeah, a little tiny bit of progress made on it since, so I'm I'm not planning on finishing it this retreat. I, I won't um, have that much time because it's going to take me a while, but I'm hoping to get at least two, three more blocks done from that. 
I have another very long-term project, a UFO of a block of the month from my guild. So our guild has every, and they've been doing it every year for a long time, where um, Kate from our guild, not my BFF BQF Kate, but my other friend Kate from guild, uh, works through, we're using the Around the Block book by Judy Hopkins. And so each month she'll choose a block from that. She'll announce it. The following month, everybody brings what they've made. There's no swap involved or anything. It's just a way for you to kind of play with different blocks, play with colors, um, play with settings once you get them made, that kind of thing. So I had done it back in 2008. I don't even remember now. At one time I sat down and figured out how much, how many more I've got to do and I wrote it all down. It's all neatly tucked away in that bin. I've not looked at it for a while. I think I might have another four or five blocks to do. I think I was better than halfway done. Um, what I don't remember is how many of each block I was making. I don't remember if I was only making one of each block or if I was making a couple. I think I was only making one of each block, but I'm using all topes and sort of the Japanese topes because back in 2008, that was sort of the thing. Um, they're not so much in fashion anymore, but I still love them. So I'd like to be able to finish that. Um, and again, it depends on what I find where I was in the process, whether I'll actually be able to finish all the blocks I have left or not, but I'd like to make more progress in that. Uh, oh, and then the only other bin that I've got thrown in there, but I doubt I'll actually work on it during the weekend because I'd rather work on it at home, is my guild, my current guild medallion challenge. Um, I did buy some more fabric for the borders because I haven't yet figured out a color combination I'm really happy with. Um, I ordered some fabric that came in kind of right between my vacation and when I went back to work. Uh, so I just haven't had time to really sit down and look at it and compare it with the fabric I already had, that kind of thing. So I've got it with me. Don't know if I'll actually pull it out. So I always bring a little bit more than what I actually think I'll work on, only because I like to have options. I like to have variety. Uh, the one thing that packing up did inspire me to finally do is, if you remember, I've had my pinwheel quilt that I've been working on that I then made yo-yos to go into the inside of the pinwheels, and then I had just one issue after another with the buttons inside the pinwheels, and I finally just kind of, in a way, bagged it. I'm going to blog about this um Maybe not before I go. I might get it done tonight. I don't know. Uh, but I'm going to blog about it and just kind of go through what the issues were because I've taken pictures along the way. Um, but I did finally, I decided, you know, I didn't have enough left to do on it to bother packing it all to bring it with me. So I just, I pulled it out of the stack of stuff to bring with me, sat down at my sewing machine, knocked it out. So that's now done. The only thing I've got left to do on it is um, finish hand sewing the binding down, which I'm hoping to do when I sit and watch TV tonight. So that is finally a finish, I think. Um, and like I said, I'll be blogging about that. So watch for pictures on my blog either tonight <laughs> or more likely sometime next week, but I will prioritize trying to get those pictures done. Um, so that's me getting ready for retreat. Uh, really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting, well, really just getting my sewing, my, you know, quilty on. I'm, I'm not going to try to plow through and get a lot of stuff finished, although some finishes would be nice only to kind of relieve myself of those burdens as I'm working on these longer term projects that I've still got going on, my art projects, um, art quilt projects. So yeah, that's just kind of where I'm at. So I'm I'm going on retreat. I'm going to be hanging with my peeps <laughs> for a weekend. I'm really looking forward to that. They are a fun, 
fun crew. I am so glad that I pushed myself to make it to that meeting that night that I got home from being out of town for work because I was exhausted on the drive, you know, as I was pulling into my little village um, and heading for my street, I was thinking, man, I'm really tired. Maybe I should just stay home. Um, but, you know, I thought, no, I, I know once I go and it's the last meeting before retreat, I don't want to miss any information I might want to have. So I kind of dragged my sorry butt over there. <laughs> just had a great time. It was a particularly giddy night. I don't know what's in the water some months, but you know, it, well, we're always a jolly crew. There's never been a night that we haven't been at least somewhat silly, uh, but there's certain nights that we're just over the top, and that, <laughs> that, that was really one of them. I mean, to the point where you've kind of got tears coming down your face, so wish you could have all been there with me for the entertainment. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to co-teaching this class on paint sticks with my friend Lori. As as we announced on that during that meeting, we were kind of going over the class again. Got a few more people to sign up for it. And somebody, I heard someone saying something about, "Well, I'm not sure I'm interested in learning about paint sticks." And I said, "That shouldn't be why you come. You should come just because you want to hang out with Lori and I because we're fun." <laughs> I don't know whether she signed up or not, whether she agreed with me, uh, but really looking forward to that. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, so I do have, a, that's just kind of where I'm at. I know I'm probably talking fast because I really am trying to get this done and posted hopefully before my husband even gets home so that I can be, um, finishing up, loading up the car and then just sort of hanging out and we're doing chicken on the grill tonight. It's a gorgeous evening. So I kind of want to just sit on the patio while he's grilling. Um, so a few listener comments. I haven't gotten a ton, but I've gotten a few. You know, what happens when I don't talk to you? You tend not to talk back. So so hopefully by posting this episode, maybe we'll get a few more comments. Uh, Victoria of Peacebrook Quilting um, and another wonderful podcast posted to episode 90 in which I'm home. She says, glad you're home safe and sound. Sounds like the type was a wonderful finish to your sabbatical and looking forward to your next podcast. And yes, it was a wonderful finish to our sabbatical on, on, to my sabbatical on Mother's Day. We were showing the pictures to my in-laws and just remembering, you know, what a wonderful trip it was. So I did really enjoy that. Thank you for your well wishes, Victoria. Tori commented also on episode 90, um, said the trip sounded lovely, especially the part where you got to balance the jet lag at the beginning. And that's very, very true. We did decide that if we ever do that kind of trip again, that going in the day before was really a good idea. It was a happy accident this time. That might be something we just choose to do next time because it does give you a day to kind of get your feet on the ground before you um, really set off into your vacation proper. Uh, She said, um, Tori also said, you mentioned your daughter coming home from college. Mine just got home and is settling in. Moving the stash out of her room was a momentous event, but it's all done now. I can't even imagine, Tori, if I had to move my fabric in order for my daughter to get back into her bedroom. That that just would, it wouldn't go well. I don't know that the fabric... (laughs) ever get moved so congratulations to you on that and I hope you've managed to find a workable system while she is home um my daughter's stuff is still in the basement but fortunately I don't have to go to the basement all that often so I can just sort of ignore it although we had another conversation tonight about um when it was going to get taken care of mostly you know uh, fine so it's temporary storage so she moves it in now moves it out at the end of the summer I could live with it being in the basement except it's all wrapped in plastic bags and I'm not a hundred percent positive that there's not something in there that would become a science experiment 
over the summer. So I really want her to open up every one of those darn bags and look in it and kind of sort through it again. That's my desire. Uh, anyway, so thank you, Tori, for your comment. Fiona, which, by the way, I love that name. I didn't even realize how much I loved that name until I got your comment, and I thought, Fiona, I love that name. Uh, Fiona left a comment on You're a Quilter, and she said, You know you're a quilter when you're dressed up for an evening out, including wearing four-inch stilettos, and you sit down to chain piece just a few more strips while waiting for everyone else to get ready. My sister-in-law walked into my studio to collect me after she figured out where I was. So, I just need to say to this, Pam of Hip to Be a Square, note that Fiona was sewing wearing stilettos. <laughs> this has been kind of this ongoing conversation about what footwear you have on when you're sewing. I am impressed, Fiona, being able to sew wearing stilettos. I can't even wear regular shoes. I always end up going barefoot when I'm sewing. Thank you very much for that comment. Um, strangely, I got a comment from someone named beef barley soup <laughs> on on my very old blog post in which I posted a recipe for beef barley soup. So beef barley soup was commenting on herself uh, and just said whoever it was said that the recipe sounded good and was looking forward to getting the ingredients. So thank you very much for that comment. Um, hope you enjoyed. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was just very odd getting a comment from beef barley soup. Um, Susan actually emailed me, and I had mentioned uh, that I was heading down to Valley Forge, which apparently is her neck of the woods, and she suggested a couple of places I needed to visit. One was the Art Quilt Exhibit at the Wayne Art Center, uh, which was only about 10 or 15 minutes away from uh, where I stay when I'm down there, where our buildings are. And then she also recommended a um, the Lonnie Rossi Store and Studio in Ardmore, Pennsylvania. Now, I had already intended to go to the Art Quilt exhibit, uh, so I emailed her and I said, thanks for the recommendation. I had already thought I was planned on doing that. But here's what happened. So I had Googled it ahead of time, checked out the hours, everything. I had decided, depending on when I got out of meetings on Monday, I would either go over Monday afternoon or I'd go over Tuesday morning before I left town. Well, because I, I figured... It's an art center, a community art center. It's likely to be a smaller exhibit that I could probably make it through in about an hour. You know, So I, I had allotted myself an hour to do this. Well, Monday I got out too late. By the time I was done, um, the art center was already closed. So Tuesday I had a um, meeting with my supervisor again in the morning that took that went longer than I thought. So I didn't leave the hotel until about 11. And so I, and I really needed to be heading out of town not too long after 12 in order to get home in time to go to Guild. I mean, this was all my, all my time frame. So I I decide, okay, I still have time to do this. I'll just buzz over there. If I don't get through the whole show, that's fine. Um, but at least I'll go see some of it. So I find my way to the Wayne Art Center. And, and by the way, took a beautiful drive through some back roads to get there. It was just gorgeous um, residential areas and, and very pretty drive. Really, I like that area. Very pretty. Um got to the Wayne Art Center, which is in a much more residential area. There's not a lot of like um, shopping plazas or anything around it. And that's important to the rest of the story. So I get to the Wayne Art Center. I find my way into the parking lot. The place is packed. 
there is not a single parking space open. Plus, people have made parking spaces where there should have been none. I mean, they were parking in front of dumpsters. They were parking up and down the sides of the, the driveways in and out of the place. Um, I trolled that parking lot at least three times and could not find a space. And the only thing that kind of, you know, at, at one point I was like, this is great for the Wayne Art Center. I'm glad, you know, so many of those places are struggle. And I was glad to see that here was one that was seemingly thriving. The only thing that bothered me a little bit was um, they had several parking spaces blocked off. And a couple of them I could tell were for a class that was doing something. It looked kind of like they were doing something with clay and they they needed access to dirt ground <laughs> nearby. So they had blocked off, but they had blocked off far more spaces than what they really needed you know, to, to do what they were doing. And I felt like, you know, especially kind of thought about with the teacher that was leading that class. If you see, I wasn't the only car trolling. There were four or five cars that all kind of came in and trolled around at the same time I was doing it. Don't you think you would have said, well, here, I can at least make a couple spaces free. No, I mean, nobody even paid attention. There was another parking, uh, another spot that had been blocked off that I think was mostly so that she could, you know, access the door to get back in, which I think she probably could have figured out another way to do it. Then they had a delivery truck that was kind of parked in one spot. So it just, it wasn't, it didn't feel to me like it was well thought out if we've got this popular exhibit, you know, and we need all these parking spaces and then we're going to make a lot of them useless. That bothered me a little bit. Um, which I did email Susan about late, later, and it turns out she knows somebody that worked there, and the person said, you know, I, I really am sorry that she had that experience. Um, we had several tour buses show up or something like that. There was some unexpected event that brought all of these people all at once. So as it turned out, as I mentioned, this place was in kind of a residential district, so I even went, you know, kind of looked around the street a little bit to see is there a shopping plaza I could just park in and walk. There wasn't one that was close enough. I didn't want to waste, you know, 15, 20 minutes of my available hour just walking back and forth to the place. So I ended up having to leave without seeing the exhibit, which I was very disappointed. But now that I know it's there, I believe they do it there maybe every year. It felt kind of that way, or at least some regular basis. So I'll be able to keep an eye out for it in the future. I am thrilled for the Wayne Art Center that they're doing so well and that it was such a popular exhibit. That That is a great thing. I'm just disappointed I didn't get to see it. So um, the other place that Susan had recommended, Lonnie Rossi's store and studio in Ardmore, Pennsylvania, she um, has said, she said that she loves her uh I'm going to definitely check out her hours um, next time I'm down there, which probably won't be until September, I don't think. So uh, thank you very much for those recommendations, Susan. I'm looking forward to trying to track down Lonnie Rossi's area. Um, Mary emailed me and wanted to share her own sewing machine repair adventure. She says uh, she lives in... Um, well, where she... I don't want to give away too much personal information, but where she lives is three hours from the nearest city on one side and then four hours from the nearest uh, two other nearest cities. Uh, neither of the local sewing machine dealers is well liked. The Bernina dealer once told me I had to bring my machine in right away to quote get it in line to be cleaned three weeks later. I told him he could call me when he was ready for my machine and he wouldn't do that. So many quilters are unhappy with him that we make the six hour round trip drive to this other city to have our machines cleaned and fixed. My Bernina needed a new motherboard. It went to this other city with someone who was picking up their machine. 
another machine went with mine, so I brought home both of them. We try to carpool our machines for cleaning and repair because the technician in this other city is so much better than what we have. So um, I shouldn't, I guess I just need to stop whining about the guy <laughs> that I had problems with because I've got so many other options right in my area. So, wow, that that is something else to have to do a six-hour six round trip just to get your sewing machine cleaned and, and taken care of. So thank you, Mary, for that. Um, for that very entertaining email. It was a, a wonderful email to read. Um, and I got an email also from Claudia from Machun uh, Antun. Sorry, I know I'm not pronouncing that right. She is, in other words, from Germany. And she had just caught up with the episode in which I mentioned that I was going to be in Germany. And so she offered the next time I'm going to be there, she'll give me her cell phone and um, I can be in touch with her if we have any problems. So I told her I'd really love to go back to Germany and I hope to do that. So thank you to everybody for your comments. I really appreciate them. Um, I am now pretty much done with everything I have to say. <laughs> For this episode, I am still working on the episode with um, Charlotte with Scrap Quilting, um, hoping to get that finished up next week and posted. Just a quick addendum, because I forgot to mention this last week, Cindy of Fluffy Sheep Quilting, we all know her and love her, is very excitingly launching her own website store. So make sure you go check it out. I will put a link to her blog in my website. I don't think she's actually got it active yet, but within the next couple of weeks it will be. But if you follow her blog, you will see the announcements for when it's ready to go. And she's um, given us some sneak previews of some of the fabric she's going to be carrying. Pretty pretty stuff. So make sure that you um, visit her. If you don't actually shop, just send her some nice well wishes. For those of you who are in Europe, remember she's a little closer to you than we are. So make sure you check it out and take advantage of that. And Cindy, congratulations. We wish you the best on your new adventure. Um, so that's it for this episode, and I will touch base with you later, and hopefully we'll have a whole lot to report um, from my quilt retreat. And so you know where you can email me at sandyquilts at gmail.com, sandy with a Y, quilts with a Z. You can follow my blog. You can follow me on Twitter, Pinterest, Goodreads. You can like the Quilting for the Rest of Us book uh, group on Facebook and join the Flickr group for Quilting for the Rest of Us and join the Quilting for the Rest of Us group in Seamed Up. And you will find links for all of that at www.quiltingfortherestofus.com. And until next time, go get your quilty on. Quilting for the Rest of Us is dedicated to Shirley. Love you, Mom. Thank you.